Welcome back to the Legs for the Wolf podcast. This is Christian. And this is Tyler, and I am very sore. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about yourself. Every time, it's like, how are we going to think of a test that's harder than the first one? But this one was definitely harder. Yeah. This I had a really tough time on this test. Yeah, this was harder than the 24-hour fast. It was a very long uh, – What I, I completed it in 48 minutes. You did it in 47 minutes. It was a very – it felt a lot longer than that. Oh, dude, it felt so long. And the – so what I thought would be the easiest, the mile, was definitely the second mile. That was tough. I was having, yeah. I could barely breathe. Well, here, before mile. we keep going on, just in case anyone didn't listen or don't know what it is, the Murph test is when you run a mile, then you do in any order a hundred pull-ups, two hundred push-ups, and three hundred squats, and then you run another mile. So that's what we did. Yeah. That was challenge number four, I believe. Yes. So. Yeah, like Christian said, I definitely thought the same thing. I thought, yeah, like the lat- the mile's gonna be where you where you uh cut down your time. But the second mile, that was not the case. I could barely move my arms. They were like little strings of spaghetti. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um for me too. It's like on the pull ups, oh, dude, if I I would do the pull ups and if I went all the way down, there's just there's no way I was getting back up. You know, I couldn't go all the way down on the pull ups. Um and then squats were harder than I expected. They were that was definitely the easiest, but uh, yeah. I still like I'd get pretty sore from it. I'd get uh, I'd feel a burn. Um, then after squats, I'm not sure. I feel like maybe the push-ups. Uh, the first well, the first mile was also really easy. Squats, then push-ups, then the mile, then the pull-ups. Pull-ups were so it was so tough. Um, yeah, I, I just even after the first set, after ten, I was like, "Oh snap, I can't do it anymore." Yeah, I like the exact order I did stuff because I was writing it down on my phone to make sure I keep in track. So what I started off doing was I would do uh, five pull ups at first, and the same thing what you said. I did five pull ups. So my sets were five pull ups, ten push ups, twenty five squats, and after I completed the first five pull ups, I'm like, "Wow, this is gonna be long." Because keep in mind, this is right after you ran the mile. I was I was pretty tired because I ran the mile in seven minutes or so, I think. And then yeah, so once I did four sets of that, so then I was at twenty pull ups, forty push ups, hundred squats. Then like I would keep I would keep it consistent. Sometimes I would double it, you know. So I would do ten pull ups, twenty push ups, fifty squats. So I finished squats first, and then pull-ups, I would just do any number I can get to. So I, I ranged from, once I was at 45 pull-ups, I then had, then I, I then did 5, then 10, then 7, then 13. And then to finish it off, that was, now it's 80. Then I finished with 5, 6, 6, and then 3. And that was, pull-ups were definitely harsh. My forearms, you know, so I was, same thing as you. After I was done doing the pull-ups, like after each set, my forearms were shot and then I would go down and do the push-up and I was like, wow. Like after like the first push-up was the hardest one, the first and the last. Cause uh-huh. I, uh-huh. And then like you said, I couldn't go all the way down for the pull-up. It was, I couldn't do it. And then, yeah. I mean, I, I probably did half, I guess. And then the push-up uh-huh. I was doing good at, I was going all the way down until, I don't know, like push-up like, to like push up 60-ish, 50-ish, I was like, I can't, I can't like be going nose to the floor. Like I was going. Yeah. Yeah. 50, yeah I feel that. Yeah. Like 50, 75%. And squat, I was doing fine the whole time until, I don't know, around squat 150, 200. Yeah. And that's where I was kind of just going for speed, you know, just 
mm-hmm. get pretty much down and then go back up, you know? Yeah. And then... Yeah, yeah. And uh, at the end, all I could think about, like, the last the last mile felt, it felt so long. I didn't yeah. even run that far. Um, but it just feels so long. And I'm running and I'm just thinking, like, this is what, this is what the marathon is going to feel like. Yeah. Imagine that last couple miles of the marathon. It's going to feel so long. Oh, my God, dude. It's going to be a so like, I, I had a teacher in high school who would run 100-mile runs. And he said the first half, like, he considers it halfway done when you're at, like, 80, 80 miles. Because those last 20 miles feel so long. My God, that's insane. I can't even imagine running yeah. 100 miles in a row. He does that straight. Yeah. Well, he sleeps in between. But, like. How how so, like, how how much does he sweep? Sweep sleep. I don't know, but it takes him. Usually, it takes around like twenty four hours to complete. It's like an actual challenge. Like um, a lot of people do it. Yeah, it's a race. A lot of people do it. That's like crazy, though. That is crazy. A hundred mile run, but you know, we'll get we'll get there. We'll uh, we'll do it. Yeah. Um, we finished another Marvel movie recently, Guardians of the Galaxy. What did you think which, of it? I I liked it. Um, it was funny. I like the characters a lot in Guardians of the Galaxy, so I'm excited to see. I'm glad to hear that there's another one. Who's glad. your favorite? I like the raccoon. Rocket. Yeah, he awesome. has a cool story. Yeah. Um, he's yeah, he's dope. He's dope, and I enjoyed. It. Um, what's the next one on the list? The next one on the list is Avengers: Age of Ultron. Avengers: Age of Ultron. Got it. Um, that one just doesn't sound that interesting, <laughs> to be honest. It's cool. I don't know though. We'll see. Yeah, so I have a uh, quick scenario for you, Christian. So I was thinking about this the other day because I delivered to a house that is my friend's neighbor, and they told me that she won the lotto, and I just started thinking about this. Uh, If you won the lotto, you got a million dollars to your name, what will you do with that money? You know, what what are you going to do? Where are you going to put it? Are you going to, like, who are you going to give some to? What's going to be the first thing that you buy? And, uh, yeah. Um, the first thing I'm going to do is, I don't know. I'd probably get, I'd book a vacation somewhere. Book a um, vacation? Okay. Yeah. And I feel like if I had that sort of money, like a million dollars, it's a lot of money, but let's, I mean, let's say the lottery is 5,000, 5 million. And taxes take away almost all of it. Well, right? yeah, that, that, that's, what it did. That, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. You only get a hundred million. You only get one million to your name. Yeah, um, that's a lot of money. Do you think that's enough though to live like the rest of my life comfortably? No. If I have a family, right? So what I would do is I would put it into some. I put a thousand dollars into different investments. Um, just let it grow over time, uh, assuming it grows, and come out with. However much, however much money that gets me, you know, um, I think it'd be a really good way for just to make my money grow. Like all that investing money I'd have just laying around, I wouldn't feel scared to invest in a company I'm not sure about. That would be a big risk, but I do something like that. Then I'd save some money just to spend on, you know, like a vacation. Maybe I don't know if I'd get a new car. Um, yeah, nothing really that interesting. Yeah. Um, me, I would, if I got the million dollars, I'd probably pay off my student loans right away. Yeah. Sure. That'd be first. I would 
pay off both my parents' houses. <laughs> I would I would take about a hundred K probably and put that for stocks, even though I don't know about it, but I would hopefully know enough to learn about yeah, that. Just get lucky. I'd want like a hundred thousand dollars worth for stocks. I would take probably another hundred thousand and put that and give that to myself for spending money. Yeah. Uh so then so then I'd probably so that's so that's two hundred thousand. Hundred thousand is already gone for student loans, it's about like hundred thousand or more probably. Then my parents, I don't know how much that would be. I'll say give or take. Um, I guess. Yeah. Three, three. True. I actually I changed my answer. Yeah. Um, I would first I'll pay off my the house we live in, belongs to my parents, and I'd invest in some real estate for myself. I I'd either I'd buy a house for myself to have a house under my name. Um, I'd get one in the Bay Area. And since I'm still going to college and stuff, I would probably with that money, I would, well, I would just use, I'd, you know, invest in it, maybe fix it up and make it a rental house. Mm-hmm. And I feel like through that, you could make a lot, you know, rent is so high in the barrier that I feel like I could make a lot of money through that. Yeah. I it'd would. be a really, it'd be a really good investment. Yeah. And so if you try to do want to invest in real estate anyway. Yeah. So give or take, I don't know, say I have like $400,000, $500,000 left. Okay. I'll say, I'll say four hundred thousand or, or whatever. Uh, with that four hundred thousand dollars, I'd give money to both my sisters for help them pay off college. So maybe a hundred thousand total, so like fifty thousand. That's three hundred thousand. I'd give, I'd I would give a couple thousand to my restaurant. I would give yeah. a check to them because it's a good thing. It's a good cause. Uh, we donate to our net profits to two to uh, local charities every uh, end of a semester. So I would definitely donate to whether it's a restaurant or charities that we're sponsoring, whatever that is, maybe like 10,000. Then I guess the rest would just go away in a saving account. I can't touch. Oh, I'd give some, I'd give money to my grandma too. Yeah. 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 But that is smart though too. I would look into that. I don't know if I would do that. I would probably invest first because, like, my siblings all have a long time until college. Yeah, I, mean, um, I have a baby. So I'd rather I'd rather make my money grow first before I um, help my siblings out, and I'd be able to help out my family a lot more too if that money was worth more. Yeah, that's like, a good let's point. say if I have a hundred thousand, I can give my family now, or if I can invest it and in ten years have five hundred five hundred thousand, you know. Mhm. I mean, yeah, that's it can both ways, you know, but. Yeah, uh, I would definitely actually look into. I like that point. You know, maybe a vacation home for myself somewhere that I would like to go. I do like the vacation idea, but I'm just too because I'm talking. We get this. We then we win a lot of like tomorrow. You know, so I wouldn't book it. And keep in mind, like pretend like obviously Corona is not going around. So I still probably wouldn't book a vacation for myself. Maybe have set a little money aside, but the first thing I would buy would probably be a boat. You know. Yeah. A really nice boat. If you bought a vacation home anywhere, though, where would it be? That's the thing. So my dream vacation place is Australia, but I don't. I don't really think I'd get a vacation home there. Um, I've never been out of. Well, I've only been out of the country once. I went to uh, Bermuda last summer. I was gonna go Bahamas this Christmas, but I don't really know if that's happening anymore. 
So I guess I would want a vacation home in the States. And I do really like traveling in the States. I've been to uh, a bunch of different States. Uh, I guess I would get it somewhere warm, but not always warm. Cause I do like seasonal changes. Honestly, I would look into LA or not LA. I mean, California, cause I've never been to California. So I don't really know where I would want it. Um, I go to Florida a lot, but I wouldn't pick it there. Maybe, maybe the Carolinas. Carolina is really nice. Like North, North Carolina. Yeah. Outer Banks is really you nice. Wouldn't have, would not have thought of that. <laughs> well, you're from um, the coast. Like, so where, where would, if you had to pick a vacation home, where would you go? Well, to buy for myself or just to stay at? To buy. Like, it's your vacation home. You can uh, let friends stay there. You can stay there. To buy, it would be a really good investment if I bought a vacation home in. Um, the first place I think of, Southern California, Santa Barbara, Malibu, place like that, because that's where, first of all, a lot of high-profile people would want to would rent it out just for vacation. No, I'm talking for yourself to stay at, like vacation home for you. Not oh, for, for myself to stay at. Yeah. Um, for myself, if I were to buy my own house, uh, that's a good question. Maybe... Hawaii, Hawaii would be sick. I I want Hawaii too, but it's like a hassle to get there. I feel like. Yeah, for you. Yeah, for me it is. For me, it's it's easier for me to get to Hawaii than it is to get to New York. Yeah. So, Hawaii would be definitely somewhere with a beach. Yeah. I don't really consider it a vacation if there's no well. I no. I just vacation. There's always a beach. There's always a beach involved. I disagree. There's always water. There's always water. I like taking like going on vacations where you don't need to go to the beach. I've been to plenty of vacations where there's no beach, but my but yeah, well, see, I, I consider that a trip. Then I don't consider that a vacation. Yeah, I guess I, I uh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. But yeah, I want somewhere where I can play tennis. I want somewhere where yeah. it's warm, beachy, but also like I like the seasonal changes. So maybe if I want to go there for a couple weekends in the winter, just to leave home, you know, and go chill there. Well, wait, but if you're already living in New York, though. And it's cold in the winter. Wouldn't you want to go somewhere warm? Yeah, but I I would want somewhere where it's not like freezing cold. But you know, it drops to like sixties, fifties. You know. Oh well, that's California then. Yeah. Yeah, in the winter it's. Like- I gotta figure out where in Cali. You know, I heard San Diego yeah. is really nice. Okay, oh, San Diego is a good one. I want to go there. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you ever come here, we could drive down there. Yeah, I would do one. Well, we're supposed to plan a trip this summer, but I don't know about that anymore. <laughs> Hopefully we have a summer. Yeah. yeah. Um, your quarantine was just extended. One of the things I really worry about, and honestly, when I brought up this question to you before this podcast, we did not talk about the answers we have. Now I'm starting, like, I don't know if I should talk about this on the podcast, but if NCAA, if we do have school next semester, um, class resumes at Ithaca, but we don't have any sports. I don't know if I'd go back, at least for that semester. But now I don't see myself doing something where I couldn't play soccer. Now why? Now why would they have school when there's numerous amount of people living together and doing class and eating together and not do sports? You know what I mean? I feel like it's you choose one, you choose both, or you choose none. Yeah. True, but also in class, one of our professors said this: we could spray each other out. We could keep distance still. Yeah, but guess um, who still eats? 
all in the same dining room. Getsu still touches all the door handles. Who, you know, like, social distancing can do so much, but when you're walking to a classroom, there's no, you can't walk into a classroom, you know, six feet apart. You know, no one's going to be doing that, you know. I feel like people forget about the little things, you know. People always talking about social distancing and saying, go, same thing going, uh, we'll, we'll talk about class, you know. What if five people show up at the same time? What is, um, is people just going to wait outside the room? One person walks in, then another person walks in. What do people in. do at the grocery store, though? They stand right next to each other in line. Like, there's no difference. Really? No yeah. one keeps distance at the grocery stores? Yeah, I see people right... Like, Well, that's why New York is so... That's why New York, New York is so bad right now. In California, they keep a certain number of people that can go into the grocery store. No, they have buy. that, but like, still, people still walk next to each other and stuff, you know? Like, it's just like... I, yeah. I don't know how much... Well, I don't really agree with the fact of social distancing. I think people should just stay home in general. You know, I don't... I don't like, like, just stay in your house. It's going to suck. You can't hang out with people, but just stay in your house and suck it up because the people that's, I I get it, social distancing, you're still allowed to do it and you know it's still not going to cause anything, but this virus changes every day. For all we know, it's longer than six feet, you know? It's just staying inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, that would be scary you know, though. Going to school without sports, you know, I'm not, I'm not in season, but like I'm, I still have a fall season that I would still want to participate in. I would still go back though, you know. I'm different than you. I definitely don't really see myself that much because I got lucky, you know. I got lucky that I was able to walk onto the tennis team. I was expecting to go there, might, might, might not being able to play a sport, you know. You were, you were guaranteed yeah. to play a sport, uh, whether you're player or not. You're on a team. I was not guaranteed that. So I think I'd be able to survive with that. It, now that being on it, though, I do I don't really see myself like thriving without being on a team. Just the fact that I feel like it motivates you more. But I think I could do it. But I wouldn't like it. But yeah, honestly, I would I would probably stay here and try to play here. If there's <clears throat> it depends on the situation though. If people are good enough to go back to school. It probably means you can play sports. What I think, though, is with everything the NCAA is dealing with now financially and all that, all those sort of problems, it wouldn't surprise me if they just can't. If they just say next season we can't afford it or something like that. There's a lot of D1 schools that are canceling, even soccer. D1 schools that are saying we're not going to have a soccer team next year. Just financially, a lot of schools are taking heavy losses. So, what if that was to happen? What if Ithaca couldn't afford? Different, they had to cut different sports teams, and they were going to cut the teams that weren't bringing in as much money. So um, that would be the see now. The I don't know what happened because if you think about it, they saved so much money now that sports were canceled this semester. They did, but we're we're not. The school's not doing great right now either. They're losing a good amount of money. Um, I know they're this week. They temporarily laid off a lot of people at school, a lot of faculty members because they couldn't afford it. And I work at Rec Sports, and they're talking about how next semester our budget's going to be really low for everything, clubs, Rec Sports, well, all that. Here's the thing, though. If, if our sports gets canceled, that means all of all of the Liberty League is canceled, right? Yeah. Well, so, not necessarily. It could just be us. They could do that? Well, I, I don't know. I feel like this is something that we have to keep It's like day by day. And we'll have to figure it out as time comes because we really, like I said, this 
the virus, the world changes every day. So it's really hard to make future plans and plan ahead when you, you really just got to go day by day. Yeah. Yeah, but we should plan for it to be normal. I feel like we have to plan for it to be normal. In yeah, a, you have to think positive. Of time. Just because if not, if we don't plan for it, we'll end up just being kind of stuck like, oh, snap, like it is normal. Yeah. I, no, I was not expecting this. I thought I was just going to continue doing what I've been doing. Uh-huh. I agree with that. You know, you're always going to hope for the best. It's just, it's concerning. And another question I was thinking of, would you take, if they they come out with a vaccine, would you, and they're forcing it on people, would you take it? Um, so a vaccine, so it would prevent the virus? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we have to take it, we have to take it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'd take it. It doesn't like not force, like they're gonna force you to take it, but you know you're pressured into taking it. Everyone else is taking it. I don't think I'd take it. I just wouldn't trust it. Um, it might not come out for a year or so, and what they say is that nothing will ever be normal until it comes out. But it's a vaccine that, with such little time, never tested for safety. I just, and I just, you know, there's so many complications with other vaccines that happen. I don't know. I don't know if I would take it. I don't take the flu shot. I mean, that's way different, but, you know, whether you take the flu shot or not, you can still get the flu. So I think it's, I feel like it would be something similar to this because the Corona is like a simple, it's like a simple cold. Like the coronavirus is just like a simple cold, common cold. So how much different can like, I mean, I don't really know that much, but how much different can, a COVID-19 vaccine be different than the flu shot. Meanwhile, the flu shot doesn't even work half the time. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's like sometimes you get brainwashed, you know? All these people take the flu shot and even if they get the flu, they'll take it again next year. I've never taken the flu shot in my life. Knock on wood, I've never gotten flu once in my life. Uh, but even if I... Well, I feel like you kind of did. Well, no, I didn't. You don't think that was the flu what you had in the beginning of the year? I got it tested. I it was not the flu. That's why really? I th- that's why I think I already had COVID nineteen. Yeah. The thing well, is, though, it's yeah. like even if I so get the flu, I wouldn't get the flu shot the next year because if I took the flu shot next year, I could still get the flu. You know, it's yeah. It's just not. No, I think it's all kind of a. It's a scheme. There's. Because a lot of people make a lot of money from the flu shot, first of all. And there's a lot of, it's not regulated. It's not really tested for safety. And I don't know. It's just something that just kind of scares me. I feel like injections are just scary to me. You really don't know what you're putting in your body. Um, and there's so many different, the thing about COVID is also, there's a lot of different diseases that we don't even, we don't know the cure for. And there's other things too, like, for example, alcohol. You know how many people that kills each year? And a lot more than COVID does. So we're not doing, you know, does that mean we have to shut down the whole economy for that too? Yeah, I don't really know much about like vaccines and all that. So I don't really have that much to say about it, you know? Yeah. 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 Another thing too is, I just, I don't know. The economy, I feel like that, people, the longer this is closed, more people are going to die of, from that than this whole virus people aren't going to be able to work people without jobs can't pay for food can't pay for rent 
I think I ultimately that would kill. Is. I wonder what the suicide rate is, if it's going up or not. It is. It is. Um, and that's another thing the news doesn't report also. Suicide rate in, like, a lot of people in Spain are telling me, in Spain it's really different because everyone lives in buildings and apartments. So the most they can go outside is just onto their, onto their porch, like onto their balcony. And not even everyone has a balcony. But over there, it's different, too, because if you're in the street, if you get stopped by the police, they'll fine you. And you're only allowed to go out to take out the trash, to go to the grocery store, or to walk your dog. And if you're going to the grocery store, for example, they'll ask you, where's your, do you have your receipt from the grocery store? So it's a lot more strict over there. And so that's one difference. But a lot of people over there are killing themselves. You know, it's a sure. more of a mental thing too. I feel like mm-hmm. what this disease is causing. Yeah, and so, people's mental health is probably decli- uh, declining, well, no, increasing. I guess. Oh, yeah. for sure. The mental health problems. Yeah, someone was telling me this. Uh, psychologists are gonna have a lot of work after this is all over. Oh yeah. It's like a crazy scenario we would think of when we were at school. Yeah. So that's happening. Yeah, we should bring those back. Yeah. We're going to start bringing back the scenarios along with it. We'll still do the challenges as well. Yeah. That's just something for us to do. Wait for us to learn during this quarantine. We'll do the challenges, but that's about it from us. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, 1306sports.com. Let's be the Wolf Podcast. Peace. Peace.